Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is, well, it's Medicine Walk for those of you who are joining me on YouTube. And for those who are on, and I look over here because that's where the computer is, for those of you who are on Blog Talk Radio, uh, this is Healing House Radio. And first off, first, I would like to apologize for all of those who experienced last week's video. There was an issue with the internet, and there was like really, I mean, it was just horrible, horrible, horrible quality. It cut out, and it cut in, and the, the audio was cutting out, and I felt really bad about it, so I took it down. And a couple of you have mentioned, I actually got contacted, and I was so, I mean, it, it just was really nice of you to say, hey, you know, YouTube pulled down your video. And that was really nice of of you to mention it or say it, but nope, it was it was me because I was feeling really, really bad about what I produced. And even though I'm just starting out, even though I'm just kind of, you know, getting a hang of this and trying to work with new cameras and trying to learn about editing and all that stuff. And I really want what I produce to be Special, and I really want what I produce to be the best that I can put out there with, with my limited experience. And I felt just so bad about it, so I pulled it. And for those of you who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, I think that it was okay. It cut in and out a little bit, but like I said, the internet was horrible that day. So that leads me into today's discussion, today's walk, today's exploration, and I'm calling it a cry for help. And I know that most people would re not hesitate to respond. There's something instinctive about hearing somebody call for help that makes us at the very least look or go, wait a minute, what's going on? And in some cases, intervene. And what I'm going to talk about is more about what happens when that cry for help comes from inside and how differently we respond to it when it's us that's needing help. Because it can go through a couple of different doorways. It can go through the doorway of, I don't want anybody to know that I don't have it all together. I don't want anybody to know that I'm not feeling as confident as I could be. Especially if you're somebody who traditionally helps people, who traditionally is the one to provide aid and be that support and, well, how I am. And I know that many of you are like that. So the idea that it can be really hard to admit when you're not doing well, I get it. I really do. So what do you do when you're not feeling as good as you could? Well, often we find a way to excuse it temporarily. Well, I'm just coming down with something or, well, I've got a lot on my mind and I'll be fine. And it is really, for me, when I'm not feeling okay, my gut reaction will be, I'm fine. And for those who know me, if I say I'm fine and my voice goes up, they know I'm not. So what are the clues that we have? Well, often we don't have those clues within ourselves. Usually people will notice it. And when I start hearing people asking me how I'm doing, 
And then if I say I'm fine, they'll kind of look at me and go, no, really, how are you doing? Or people start telling me that I look tired. I'm sure that a lot of you notice that sometimes people will come up and say, wow, you look really tired or ask if you're okay. If one person does it, well, you know, maybe they're just, I don't know, noticing something. If two or three people do it, and if people stop and will tell you how concerned they are about you, accept that there's something to be concerned about, that maybe you're not acknowledging. Often we don't realize how tired we're being or how drained we appear because we're on the inside where everything is busy and we've got to keep our focus on all these other things. And often we focus on the things that keep us distracted. And it's that effort to stay distracted that can really be an issue. It's that desire to stay two or three steps ahead of what it is that's really bothering us so that we can just keep the illusion up. Fake it till you make it. I know that that phrase can have some good stuff about it because fake it till you make it just means if you're going to do it, do it, go in with confidence. And even if you don't necessarily feel that confidence, as long as you can move forward and pretend that you're confident, well, then ultimately you will be confident. Ultimately, you will feel good about it. When I first started being a chiropractor and when I first started working with people, I wasn't very confident. I felt that maybe I wasn't quite ready yet, but the people around me thought I was ready. They said, well, just exude confidence. Just walk in like you own the place. Walk in like you're the type of person that you would want your loved ones going to. And if you believe that and convince that and make it your reality, then other people will see that and you will start feeling the confidence that they feel in you. Now, the problem with fake it until you make it is when we really do need help, when it really is too much. And if you keep trying to fake it till you make it, then what happens is all you're left with is the non-reality. It's the denial it's the attempt to be something that you're not feeling that you can be in that moment. That's when authenticity needs to happen. If people are telling you that it looks like something's wrong or asking you if you're okay, don't fake it. If you're really feeling scared about something, if you're feeling nervous about something, if you're feeling overwhelmed, please, 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 Tell somebody because we're talking about that cry for help from inside. We're talking about that sense of it's not okay and I'm not okay. And ego comes in and says, well, we have to be okay. We have to show that pools work and that what we teach is great and that any problem can be solved as long as you just set your mind to it. And that's not true. It really isn't. You can be awesome at managing things and taking care of things and, and being there for other people. And it doesn't mean that at some point you're not going to be scared, that you're not going to be overwhelmed. 
And maybe people don't notice it. And eventually they will. And if you deny it, when that person knows that their perception of you is that there's something wrong, and if you deny it, you're making them question themselves. You're also giving the impression that it's like when somebody says, no, I know there's something wrong, and they're denying it, that takes you out of your place of integrity. It doesn't matter why you're denying it. It doesn't matter how many people you think you're protecting by giving this false mask of, I've got it under control, I've got it handled. People see that, and when they see you not admitting to when you need help, it's kind of hard to take your advice when you're saying, well, if you need help, you reach out, and then you don't. That takes the power away from the words. It takes the power away from your guidance, because ultimately it comes down to, well, they tell me to reach out, but they're not reaching out, so how good of advice can that be? And it's true. It is very true that we have to be authentic. We have to be real with ourselves because ultimately all of it will catch up. We can't stay ahead of it forever. And that's when that little cry of help starts happening inside of us. And the attention that we are denying it, that we're denying ourselves, well, ultimately, that becomes so big. And the issue then is not just what we're feeling overwhelmed by, but that we're trying to maintain this, this false pretense. We're trying to be someone and something that we're not. And that doesn't work. And it's not a good idea to try to encourage as an example. Remember, you're an example. And it doesn't matter whether you have people who you work with, whether you're a counselor, whether you're a minister, whether you're a doctor, whether, you know, whatever. You need to be in your truth. You need to be authentic. And sometimes the hardest thing about being in our truth is admitting that we haven't got it all together. It's admitting that we're scared. It's admitting that we aren't what we would like to be in that moment. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't be that strong, stable, you know, eye of the storm for everyone else. It just means that for now, for a little bit, you need to take care of you. You need to pay attention to that cry for help that's coming from inside of you, inside of your mind, inside of your spirit, because it lets other people know that, in fact, that lets people know that the tools work more than anything else. If we pretend like nothing ever bothers us and everything is fine, so I had to click, the, click something over here. But if we pretend like there's never anything wrong, how will people know that the tools work if, if we never seem to use them? If we let people see that we're not doing okay for a particular amount of time, then they'll go, not only, wow, they're as human as I am. I can take them down off that pedestal because they're just like me. 
And it also says that it happens and here's how I apply the tools that I share. Here's how I apply what it is that I try to encourage other people to do. I can't be a hypocrite. I can't pretend like it's not that the world doesn't come in on occasion. It does. I overwhelm just like everybody else, just like you. And when I do, I consider what I was taught. I mean, some of the stuff that I share, uh, especially if you read the morning tweets, those just kind of show up when I'm taking my dog on the morning walk. And I think about what's the most important thing that at least one person needs to hear today. And especially if that one person is me. And so then I tweet in the mornings. And if you don't know tweets, then you can follow me on Twitter and the, the, the link is in the description. Or you can go to the Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen Facebook page and you can see them posted there. So the idea is that I'm not hugely special. I mean, we're all special. You're special. You're amazing. You do what you do, and you do it well, and you probably don't receive anywhere near the amount of recognition that you should have. But I'm sure you do. I'm sure you're, you're in there every day just facing things and, and doing the best you can and helping out and, and trying to make a few people smile along the way while you're carrying the burdens that you carry. Well, I have burdens just like everybody else. And there are times that I allow myself to hear when people are telling me, you look tired, I'm worried about you. And then I realize that I'm not even listening to my own cry for help. That I'm so busy trying to focus on the stuff that I think needs to be done and, and the things I want to do for other people and whether or not the camera worked and, and feeling really bad about not being able to have something out there every single week. You know, I've got up every single morning on Twitter. I've got to, I've got to make sure that, that I, I post everything, you know, every week, something on YouTube and something that I feel is, is really a value. And I worry about that. I worry about what is, I worry about what it is that I put out there because I want it to be a value. I want to hope that this is helpful for somebody. And I don't care if it's just one person. If I do make a difference, if I do make this life journey a little bit easier to walk, I'm happy. I'm content. And that's why I want to be able to build up a community where people can support each other and people can feel empowered. And for those times when things get a little heavy or when things get scary or when things get dark, that's a place for people to go to and they can feel better and they can feel like they're not alone and they can feel like, hey, if that person is able to do it, then maybe I can too. 
I want each and every person to feel that way because it's important. Because we live in a world that is not the most balanced place right now. Now, it is going to be balanced. And in fact, I believe that everything we're going through, all of this yuck that is being brought to the surface and all of this stuff that we're seeing, and it may just be so disheartening to feel like, oh, my gosh, all, all the world seems to be is one big, you know, crazy train after another. But the pendulum always swings the other way. And while we're in this space, we have an opportunity to learn a lot. I mean, a lot about ourselves, about how we want to walk in this world, about how we want to help encourage others to walk in this world, about being safe. And I think that that's when that cry for help, when it, when it first starts to come out, is when we're not feeling safe. And we can pretend we feel safe. We can put it out there that we're safe. But if we don't feel safe, it's not going to work. The easiest thing is to accept, I'm not feeling safe right now. What do I need to do to help myself? Who do I want to go to? Who can I talk to? Because sometimes a good night's sleep and maybe taking a look at your eating habits, take a look at the stress that you're under, those can be wonderful ways to decide, okay, you know, I'm feeling level five out of ten not safe or not quite myself or not quite where I would like to be, not quite as happy as I would like to be. If you can identify it at level five before it reaches level 10, that is a very good thing. Don't let it escalate. And it's amazing how sometimes the universe will find little ways to remind you if you're willing to listen, if you're willing to notice. I got up this morning and I took my walk and it was doing my thing. And I was thinking to myself about the fact that I was going to be broadcasting today and thinking, man, you know, maybe it's just, maybe I don't want to push this on people. Maybe I need to draw back. Maybe I need to stop. Is it really worthwhile? Is it really, you know, maybe I need to stop until I get better at it. And so I was, I was, sort of gradually going, you know, deeper and deeper into this place of feeling like it had to be perfect and feeling like I want to put out my best and my best, what I have, my best right now isn't good enough. Then someone was riding a bike past and it was somebody who I'd seen and, and the place where I walk my dog is just this little kind of a side road and it's very quiet first thing in the morning, and I can hear the birds and hear the wind moving through the trees. Well, this person was riding a bike, this guy, and for some reason today, he had a radio. And he was playing that radio out loud. And the song was by John Denver, Thank God I'm a Country Boy. Now, when I was younger, I had a huge crush on John Denver. But I also loved his songs because they talked about really kind of a, a, a more natural way of being, a, a simpler way. And when I heard that song, I thought about how it just talked about being grateful for what you have, for the simple things. 
you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be rich or famous or, or the absolute best at something. That you can just live simply. That you can just, you know, work hard and then relax and rest. And for some reason, that song just made me smile. And I started singing it to myself. And it gave me the idea that, you know what, you're making this way too complicated. You're putting way too much pressure on yourself. Now, I always thought of myself as kind of a country girl. I grew up in Milpitas, California, which back and back then it was considered pretty, pretty rural, pretty country. And now I live up in a small town up in the mountains. It's sweet and it's simple and the people are very straightforward and kind. And it does feel like a little country town. And I was thinking that my life didn't have to be any more complicated than that. I had everything that I needed. I didn't have to be perfect at it. I just have to come from the heart. I don't have to make a, a, a perfectly edited video. I don't, you know, buy a $1,000 camera, which, I mean, one day it would be nice to have, like, an actual setup that would be very cool and to improve the quality of the videos but the most important thing, I think, is that I share with you from my heart. I share with you what I would want someone to share with me when I'm having a problem. That what I give you, that it's okay for it not to be visually stunning or perfect. I mean, it'll get better, and, and I, I promise I'll work on it getting better. And I'll work on being able to tape beforehand. But that the real reason that you're there, that you're where you are with me is because I'm here with you. And that you mean something to me. You're important to me. That you are, you are very special. As special as maybe you think I am. But you're important in the world. And we all need to hear that sometimes. And even though I may have never met you, and I hope one day to meet you, I would love to be able to go places and connect with people and get a chance to meet some of you that are out there and in the various countries that you may be listening from and, and watching from. But the important thing is right now I'm here with you. I may be talking to a camera, but I am talking to you. And from my heart to yours, it's going to be okay. From my heart to yours, listen to that cry for help that you've got going inside of you. If it's there, help. Reach out to someone. I need someone to notice that I wasn't feeling okay before I admitted it to myself. After the third or fourth person told me that I look tired and that they're worried about me, I started thinking, well, maybe they're right, because these are some pretty smart people. Am I too tired? Am I letting things get to me? Am I becoming more burdened than I need to be? Have I forgotten 
about how fun it is to just simply be a country girl and to enjoy a walk out in the woods and not take my burdens with me. So we can both do this because we're in it together. We can be there for one another because, well, because we, we have to be. Because we're all in this together. And if there is any one person who needs to hear that they matter and somebody cares about them, you matter. And I care about you. And we're going to get through this. You're going to get through what you're going through, and so am I. And I had two wonderful friends who invited me for a sort of a vacation weekend to go even further out into the woods, but just to rest, taken care of, and to have them take care of me. So let yourself taken care of. There are people around you who want to, and there are people around you who notice. Listen to the cry for help. Even if you're the last one to hear it, make sure you listen to it. Because once you get to the other side of it, you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to feel more in integrity with yourself. And by you going through that process, you're going to show others that they can too. So I'm listening to my cry for help now. You listen to yours. And whatever it takes, be kind to yourself. Be gentle to yourself. None of us have to be perfect. We can all just be country boys and country girls and take it easy and appreciate the sunlight and the birds and not have to be perfect. Thank you for joining me. And if you want to support myself and this channel, please like this video. You can share it. You can comment because I do read the comments and I will be looking for it. I always look for them and I always answer them when they come up. You could also support me on Patreon if you like. The link is in the description. Otherwise, you can click subscribe and we can, you know, you, we can help build this community together. So until next time, I wish you balance. And I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you.